0: Listen up, real estate investors, entrepreneurs, and agents, you're in the right place. Unlocking the secrets to real estate investing and entrepreneurship. Welcome to the Titanium Vault, hosted by RJ Bates III. Here's RJ.
1: Hey guys, welcome to the Titanium Vault. I'm your host RJ Bates. Today I'm sitting down with Gary Boomershine. How are you doing, man?
0: I am great, RJ. Super excited. I know we started talking about getting me on your show in June, and we rescheduled a few times, but I'm I'm really pumped up here to uh, share some good stuff with all your loyal listeners. And yeah. I know we prepped and talked about uh, rental property and all kinds of good stuff. So I think this will be a lot of fun today.
1: Yeah, it, it's okay that you postpone all the way from June. You were doing important things like taking sabbaticals to Hawaii and then, you know, important mergers and all kinds of things that we're going to talk about. So... Um, real quick for our listeners that haven't heard you on other podcasts or haven't followed you, just give us a brief summary. How'd you get started and what you, how'd you get started in real estate investing?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I live outside, uh, San Francisco about 45 minutes, um, grew up in a family. I just turned 50 by the way. Some people call me OG. Uh, original gangster, I guess that's what Rafael Vargas, I'm in a, in a mastermind with him in Mexico. And he's like, you're one of the OGs. I'm (laughs) like, what is that? It's like original gangster. So I've been doing this business full time since 2004. Um, that's actually when I burnt the ships and quit my job and my wife quit her job. We had a two month old baby, a four year old baby living in California. It's like, let's do real estate. (laughs) So uh, I wouldn't recommend that to most people. I coach people away from that all the time. It's like, no, actually build your business. um, Get the, get the income coming in first before you like go cold turkey, unless you have to, that's a little risky. Um, But I grew up in a family, real estate business, uh, kind of an entrepreneurial family and all of us kids, like I was a licensed agent when I turned 18. So 1987, I had that license for 18 years. And 2005, I got rid of it because of an attorney who told me to, uh, because I'm doing the type of deals I was doing in 2005, he's like, he goes, I, you know, you're going to be held to a higher standard in California, but um, bought and sold. I don't know, I've probably done six, 700 transactions. Um, I've bought everything known to mankind. I've done land deals. I've done apartments, done retail. I love, I love the wholesaling business right now. I do a ton of lending. But what I'm probably most known for is a lot of people know us for REI Vaults, which right. actually we can talk about today. We're, um, we're, uh, we've, we've done more direct mail marketing than anybody in the entire niche. Uh, real estate or real estate agents. We've done nearly 40 million pieces of direct mail. I have every metric known to mankind. Um, we've been doing that for people. Uh, Who have their own list or we have a couple of proprietary mailing lists that are pretty pretty awesome And uh, we do a massive amount of outbound cold calling. I have a cold calling team And we do all the phone follow-up so people will come to us saying hey You guys are better experts at getting the phone to ring and getting appointments scheduled Mm -hmm. Because direct mail is pretty easy for the most part But actually making it work and then the massive amount of leads that have to be followed up because you got a lot of crap and a lot of people that are screaming and yelling and angry callers. And, well, yeah, man, you know, direct mail doesn't
1: direct mail doesn't work without the
0: follow up. Yeah, you have to have the phone follow right. up and the text, and that's what we solve. So we do that for for people, and um, and it's pretty exciting. In fact, we're about ready. January first, we're making a big announcement because uh, we've um, it'll be coming out here, and I don't know when you'll release. Just to the to all the audience but
1: we're the same day right here baby <laughs> oh, oh sweet same day we're, we we get it turned around quick around here
0: <laughs> yeah so i will tell you i'll tell everybody this will be an early announcement but we are officially uh merging acquiring two uh technology companies that are super popular in our niche robert seifert had a company called investor po and property list manager, and we've officially joined forces. We got together six months ago, and we've merged our businesses under the new brand, RealEstateInvestor.com, which I've owned a long, long time. And uh, we'll, it's, we've been on Podio. Uh, we're, we're actually we're the largest Podio user in the world. Nice. And I and I actually and we're moving away. So we're going to be moving all of our members away to probably what I would consider. Um, the best CRM out there in terms of being able to manage leads, being able to do all the automated follow-up. It does social profiling as leads come in. We automatically social profile, which means we'll pull email addresses. We'll pull their Facebook information so we can retarget. Um, it's got a super cool interface. And, uh, then I got a phone team that's totally triggered on an auto dialer doing massive, massive phone follow-up, And, um, And so I'm super excited. We got about. Y'all
1: do the follow up in house. So for for example, if I hired, if I bought this CRM, y'all are going to do the follow up for me.
0: Yeah. Yes, and and for the cost of one VA. So uh, Uh, we have a the CRM is like a hundred to two hundred bucks a month, Um, depending upon like how many users you need on your team. If you're small, you can go with the ninety seven dollar version. And then if you want our managed version, so we have what's called touch, grow, and then managed. REI Vault would be what would be managed. Managed means, hey, you actually need the staff to run it. You need the VAs to work the leads, be on the system, and do all the phone follow-up work. And so imagine leads come in, they get worked, they get pushed over to the phone team instantly, and the phone team is on the call like the professional expert we call them sales ninjas that are talking to the seller having the you know dialing for dollars all day long and then screening them qualifying the good ones and then kicking out an appointment a totally screened appointment that uh, you as a real estate investor agent can go on and um, so all for the cost of about one VA it works out to like 14 bucks an hour if you're hiring somebody we do it all
1: nice that's that's pretty powerful, man. That's a, that's a huge announcement, obviously. Um, I, I know Robert. I met him at uh, Max Maxwell's "We Live" here in Dallas. Um, he had a booth, and you know, I, I kind of fell in love with his uh, program. He's one of the service providers for next level flipping, so super excited to see that merger coming in. Robert's out on the East Coast, too, right?
0: Yeah, he is. And the guy that, uh, that runs the technology division is in San Diego which is really close to they us merging so, the coast together as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Robert's such a good guy. I'll tell people, you know, it's like <clears throat> trying to do everything in this business on our own is not a best practice. That's not how businesses in America become big businesses right. and in real estate people are solopreneurs a little too long mm-hmm. and uh, gosh, you know, I got it in 2004. I made all the mistakes known to mankind and <clears throat> you know, leveraging other people and other people's time and other people's resources and experiences is as important as raising money. Absolutely. And, and I always say this, and you know this, RJ, I know you feel the same way, but <clears throat> this is a real estate investor, like Warren Buffett calls a real estate investor, a, somebody that has money, they buy and they hold. That's a true real estate investor. If we're flipping, if we're wholesaling, if we're fix and flip, that's not real estate investing. That's a real estate operation. It's a real estate operation and it needs a CEO because it's a business Mm -hmm. and as a business, it's not, it's active. It's not passive like what you would do in real estate where you can have a property manager and and off you go. And if you're a CEO and you're doing $10 an hour work, you're going to have a $10 bank account. So it's really all about where you're going to leverage your time and, you know, I just, I, I'm, I'm really passionate, and Robert and I are as well, of being able to help, you know, uh, guys and gals that are trying to jump the line. You know, they're, 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 they're action takers, but maybe they don't have a ton of experience and they're trying to get to the next level and not be a workaholic And, and not be like, you know, eating at subway because they're dead broke one month and rich the next month and dead broke the next month. It's like, how do you get consistency? Because real estate is a vehicle and, um, you know, you can do this with very little money, but you do have to follow. And you, like, if you're doing direct mail as an example, there's, somebody has got to mine and refine the leads. It's like a diamond. It's like a diamond mine. Just think about direct mail or lead generation as a diamond mine or diamonds. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you go to these beautiful stores and a retail store, K jewelers, or we got Heller out here and you got these beautiful sparkly diamond rings and you you know, they charge a lot of money. That's a retail center. Well, it doesn't start there. It starts in a mine and like in the middle of nowhere where somebody being paid $2 to $4 an hour is out there mining to get these little rocks, right? With a pickaxe and a, and a water shovel and all that stuff. And then they have to, re- they, 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 that's, that's like sending out the direct mail or cold right. calling. And then you gotta actually refine them to find out like you got the good, the bad, and the ugly. And there's a massive amount of rejection. And so <clears throat> the most important thing, a lot of people will do direct mail or whatever and then just say, oh, it doesn't work in my market or it's too competitive. You yeah. actually have to have somebody They're called an ISA. It's an inside sales agent. Some people call them lead processors, but it's somebody that's on the phone 24-7, dialing for dollars, working the leads. They're scripted. They're really professional and because some sellers are not ready yet, and everybody is looking for this fairy dust. I, I, I just did a webinar to our entire group that this motivated seller concept, everybody's looking for a motivated seller. It's like, it doesn't exist. It's like two to 3% of the leads that come in will be motivated, right. but we're really looking for, they're not motivated yet. <clears throat> you have to interact with them. And some sellers may take three, four, five, 10, 12 interactions um, to get them from like, just thinking about selling. And usually when they're not ready <clears throat> they're not motivated, they want an astronomically high price. And then, over a handful of weeks or a couple of months, then become reasonable, and then they become motivated and then super right. motivated. And you need a team to do that. It is not something that any, no, not, none of us, not one person on this call today, unless they've never done a deal, should ever prospect for leads. You should not do any prospecting. None of us should have a lead generation problem. Really, it comes down to building relationships should be in front of enough sellers, build relationships of trust, right? Mm-hmm. Offering, you know, salt, put, giving them a solution to their problem to sell the house and you make a ton of money doing it. But to get there, somebody else really should be doing all the, all the work.
1: Yeah, it's funny you bring this up because I was actually nervous before this call that I was gonna be late because I got a call from my, my good friend, uh, Kelly Smith. And, and Kelly Smith, she works with Easy Street Capital here. It's a hard money lender here in the state of Texas. And they actually just branched out to California as well. And Kelly, I had the, I had the honor of being on Steve Trang's podcast last week. And so I said, for anybody that shares this video, um, I'm going to put all the names in a hat and I'm gonna draw one out and whoever wins gets a free year in next level flipping, okay? So Kelly was the winner. So I called Kelly. She didn't answer. She called back, right? Like eight minutes before this interview. And Kelly's a talker. If you've ever, if you know Kelly Smith, she's a talker. And I'm like, I didn't want to interrupt her and be like, I've got a podcast. Shut up. I got to go. But she goes, Hey, uh, I've got a question. Mind you, she's a, a hard money lender. She's wanting to start doing her own investing. And she's in Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas is a extremely hot market. It's difficult for people to do a whole lot down there. And she goes, hey, do you think direct mail is a good idea here in Austin? Because I talked to one of my good friends and they spent a ton of money on a direct mail campaign and they only got four phone calls. And I kind of laughed and said, the problem there is, is we don't know what list they mailed to, we don't know what they sent out. What it, I mean, what it was a letter? Was it a postcard? What did it say? And then it's only one time. This is not how direct mail is done. I mean, direct mail is about consistency and split testing and learning what's gonna work. I mean, I interview people from across the country. I would consider Phoenix one of the hottest markets in the country. And I've interviewed numerous people from, from Phoenix and they have said, oh, direct mail. It's what works. It's not dead. And it's funny what you're talking about there, where it's like, it is so much similar to that analogy of the, the mining, you know, a a diamond mine, you know, and, and it does take a lot of work. You're not just going to get the phone call where, you know, you send a postcard and they call you and say, I'll sell you my house for 50 cents on the dollar. That's, that's just not going to happen. If it ever happens, it's a rare occurrence. So, um, you know, you have, I've got here on, on this list it says you've sent out 27 million pieces of direct mail that that number is probably growing
0: actually that number is probably from that needs to be updated it's it, it we're we're I've been telling people over 36 million we're actually closer to 40 million right now 40 million pieces of direct mail I think um we've got I think we've got one of the largest call rail accounts historically and then going to the new system nobody's going to need to worry about any of the any phone stuff because it's all in, in, embedded. <laughs> but um, I think we have 5,000 call rail numbers, so we're able to track all the response rates. So I, I know what works um, probably better than anybody else. And, 5,000
1: and, call rail numbers. That's yeah, incredible. Yeah. So real quick, for the people that don't understand, let's get like to yeah. super simple.
0: What is a call rail number and why do you have them? Oh, okay. So <clears throat> when you're sending out direct mail, and by the way, you can go out to – uh, realestateinvestor.com. You can put this in the show notes. There's a, 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 what I call, it's the secret guide for direct mail. It's everything that okay. I, that we've learned of what to do and how to do it and what mistakes to avoid to get the phone to ring on the direct mail side. And we have, it's called the definitive guide. It's actually on realestateinvestor.com on our website. So okay. you, can down, you can download it, use it. Um, <clears throat> so the phone number, you, you never want to put a website on a direct mail piece, I want to tell you that that's something we learned that ten years ago the hard way. Uh, sent out hundreds of thousands of pieces before we realized it. You put a, you want a phone number, right? Okay, it's direct response. It's not even direct mail. We're doing a direct response marketing. We're we're going after off market deals. Um, This is all ninja stuff that's taught by mostly Dan Kennedy was the originator of this. He's like behind all the infomercials and almost all the gurus and everything that's done in our business was Dan Kennedy. And the you you want there's either a one step or a two step approach to getting the phone to ring. And I won't go into the details, but you want a phone number and you want a compelling message. And then sometimes you take people to a a pre recorded message. Okay, where they can then press pound or zero and connect to somebody live or it goes direct to a live person and um, And you want a phone number now typically let me just tell you typically 800 numbers are better to put on The postcard than a local number and one is you want the, the, You want to be able to trap the caller ID? because only a 2% to 3% of the inbound calls from sellers are going to be motivated and ready to go it's all about the follow up it's it's all about phone text ringless voicemail email facebook follow up to these sellers 97% of the profits <clears throat> and so you want a a phone number and then these are phone numbers like when when you're using a particular mailing list and a particular let's say uh what we call the shock postcard or we have what's called the 1031 exchange. It's one of our favorite, uh, Brad Chandler from express home buyers was the originator of an awesome postcard. It's a little four by six white postcard, but it, it it gets three to four times the response rate of most of the other stuff out there. <clears throat> and you put an 800 or eight, number. And, um, if you put a local number, you're going to, you're going to get, uh, if you're like in Alaska, Hawaii, or Ohio, parts of Ohio, local will outperform. But <clears throat> some people see that as a bigger company, and they also see that it's a kind of a pre-recorded 24-hour message. So people can call in, and they think they're going to be able to uh, not talk to somebody. Because a lot of people don't want to talk to somebody live.
1: Gotcha.
0: They want to hear more about what you do. Right. Now, if you send people to a website, here's what we found. This is proven. Your response rate will be half. Like it might even be, you might like, you might actually take it down, like lose 60% of your leads. The reason is people go to the website, they'll spend two seconds there, and then they won't do anything. And you will have no idea that they're looking at you. And they don't opt into any stuff because they get busy, right? They're surfing, and then some other ad pops up, or it's like, you know, email pops up and, and, and the people are gone. Right. So you always want a phone number. And, and then it, you want to keep the phone number so you can split test. So anyway, there's, there's so, so much art and science to getting the phone to ring. And that's just part of it, right? It's the mailing list. It's the right list and, and mailing lists. Right. Then it's the right message um, that you're going to put the right copy. And then what is the media? meaning are you gonna put it on a letter or a postcard? We do like postcards for sellers. Like if you've never talked to a seller, a postcard will outperform dollar to dollar um, as, unless it's a really small niche mailing list.
1: Yeah, I was uh, that's actually what I was gonna ask. You kept saying postcard and I was gonna ask postcard or letter um, oh. and almost everybody that I've talked to that does volume when it comes to direct mail has said postcards outperform letters. And it's funny because I'll talk to smaller volume investors, and they fall in love with their letters, yeah, do you think because they've written something really special in there that gets on this really high response rate, or because they you know they make it artistic or something along those lines that makes it perform better. but almost every single person that does volume and has been doing this for a long time says, "Keep it generic." Had the phone number? You're the first person I've heard say put the one eight hundred number on there. Um, that that is something new that I haven't heard. But postcard, phone number, no website, and and get that sent out, and that's what performs the best. Um, outside of that, so you think a pre-recorded message when the the phone call calls in,
0: are you still going to answer? Okay, so the only time we would recommend a pre-recorded message is if you're using more of a blind copy. Uh, approach a blind copy I talked about one step versus two step Uh, blind copy means that you're sending a very uh, all those the urgent postcards that you know we were the inventor of those by the way anybody that puts urgent notice it was my founding business partner Chris Chico who helped uh, start the business with me years ago and he's the master postcard guy in our niche so he created its blind copy which it doesn't say anything about buying the house so the you get you get a it's still one of our best performing pieces and um, it's just not for everybody. Right. And and so you always want to drive blind copy to a pre-recorded message with the right message, and then because that'll filter people out. And if not, if you're taking all those people, the high volume people to uh, a live person, you're going to burn out your phone team. And it's an exorbitant price. You know, even if you have Pat Live, you're going to spend way too much money. So a right. really good pre-recorded message that basically, you know, for blind copy. Everything else, everything else should go to a live uh, person. And we set all that up. We provide all of that for our members. In fact, we actually build a marketing plan for somebody's in Austin. We're going to come in and we're going to say, hey, we think your, your average cost per deal is going to be about $3,400 a deal in Austin and that's 3400 means you're going to that's going to generate enough calls to generate enough leads to get enough yeses to get enough people that are going to go to an appointment and accept an offer and close. So for 3400 bucks we would we would anticipate that you're going to you're going to close a deal off of that. Now if you're really good at follow up and sales and you're really good with making multiple offers to a seller you're going to see the cost substantially go down. Right but that's just on average.
1: So you brought up uh, another point when it comes to direct mail and that's make sure you're mailing to the right list. Mm-hmm. So everybody wants to know what is this magical fairy tale list that everybody should be mailing to mm-hmm. or, or even doing cold calling or whatever. What is your favorite list to, to
0: market to? Yeah, so, so let me just tell everybody, people are chasing rabbits, okay? If they're always looking for the better list or the better postcard, it is, it is a wild goose chase. Okay, I, I'll just tell you, you're gonna get better results, um, incremental results, but people will like, I call it three feet from gold because they'll test something and they're really close to making it work and then they're jumping and chasing something else or they're, yep. they're, they'll be in a small mastermind with somebody that, that, that's, that's more vocal and they're saying, oh, you should be doing this list, or you should be going here. And it, it, just be very careful of that. Um, there, are, there, is no, there is no perfect list, and there is no perfect copy. However, with that said, uh, there's, 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 there's equity, the, the equity list. Those are people that have equity. And those, those are big. Those are big lists. There's 127 million single-family properties that we all have access to on public record. All right and we don't want to mail to that many because that's that's the whole population right. what we have found is the equity list the best equity list is probably ours and Chris Richter would be not, you know we do a lot of mailing for Chris Richter and uh, for, for for some of his guys that are with us and they'll buy his list it's expensive you're gonna pay thirty thousand bucks a year for access to his list but that's really awesome mm. we have a list called the invisible list uh, it's a mostly inherited property, mostly absentee, mostly free and clear. Gotcha. So it's invisible because it's not highly, highly marketed to. Uh, it gets less competition because people, um, people are usually going out to list source and they're buying a junk absentee list, and uh, and they're putting in filters that they shouldn't be filtering. And so we actually have, uh, you know, we're buying. I don't know. We spent probably forty thousand dollars, fifty thousand dollars last month for data, maybe more. Um, uh, so I think we uh, <clears throat> all right. So the the other list—that's the equity list. I like inherited properties, mm-hmm. mostly absentee and mostly f- uh, free and clear. Now, if you're trying to buy that list yourself, then just don't put the last sale date in. So that would be the first thing. Most people are being taught at a seminar to go in list source type absentee owner. So, and then put in last sale date of like 2010, right? The, all the gems are going to be a blank sale date. So you've just like, you've just like eliminated half of the best property. Right. So I just gave everybody, that's a secret. We actually, we have a scoring algorithm, so I won't go into the details, but we actually we will go buy a massive list for our member, our client. Mm -hmm. In their market, so we'll buy a list and then we're scoring it We've got all kinds of indicators that are like okay this one. These are the best 20,000 that we're gonna mail to over the next uh, the next year now. There's another smaller list um, And we call it the shipwrecked but it's code violations are awesome The the shipwrecked is basically a it's a combination of three mailing lists that we're able to get from these three providers but what it's made up of of uh, code violations and abatements. These are people, high weeds, you know, they have 10 cars on the property and the, the county's giving them uh, uh, notifications and violations. It's it's kind of like driving around and finding all the crap uh, exactly. stuff that's getting fined. Uh, recently divorced, recently deceased um, are great. The I will call- say this
1: on the recently deceased. So – I'm going through this situation right now. My, my grandmother passed away in October and my dad passed away in 2012. So she did not have a will shocking to all of us in the family. And that makes me a direct heir to this estate. I have an aunt and uncle, but I'm going to be the administrator of the estate. There is nothing I can do with this property for the next six months. I mean, I, I have to go through the process to become the administrator. And then I have to do inventory of all of our assets. And I'm already receiving postcards and letters that are literally doing nothing, but just, I mean, it, say I'm not a real estate investor. They're just going to go straight to the trash. Cause I'm like, I, I, my attorney just told me I can't sell the house for six months. So I'm just throwing it away. It's a waste of money. So just a little bit of thought process when it comes to, you know, on how to market to that,
0: that list. Yeah. Well, it's a pre-propate list for sure. And there's a lot of gems in there that are recently deceased that people have full ability of selling husband and wife, husband and wife, and the wife just died. Right. Chances are, the husband may want to downsize Uh, kids are on, on it or it's in a trust. A lot of these properties are actually held in trust uh, because they do have a will. And so we're getting all of those where everybody else is waiting to the probate phase. And oh, by the way, you can get a hold of some of these sellers are wanting to talk. They're like, hey, they don't even know that they've got to go through probate. And you could even come in if you're really good at it. You come in and you know help with the probate attorney. All you're looking for is letters of testamentary. It's really just one document. Right. some of the some of the attorneys can move that faster than six months, too. if it's just the property that's getting released. Um, and so there's a lot of investors that are wanting to get to it way, way, way before probate. because probate right. probates also you got to wait, and sometimes you know now all of a sudden there's a different executrix executor mm-hmm. involved. Yeah, there's a lot that goes into that. So yeah, but that list that that what we call shipwrecked code violations, we're also cross referencing it with equity. Um, so, so stacking, we're list stacking, or less stacking yeah. it, which is gotcha. we're looking for about seventy five percent kind of combined loan to value or or less.
1: Gotcha. So, based off of your, you know, expertise looking at across the country, how many leads? do you think it takes to get a deal? 45. 45 leads to get a deal. And that's mm-hmm. based off of nationwide. Some markets are obviously better
0: than others, right? Yeah, 45 leads. What the, it, one, one important thing is what, what's the definition of a lead? Exactly. Everybody calls a lead differently. Uh, uh, our, my definition, our, our definition of, of a lead is really a unique <laughs> seller who came in And, uh, or filled out a website form and if they called 10 times, we're just going to consider that one lead. So 40, 45 of those should end up with about 15 that are net leads. So about one third are going to be net, which means the seller said, yes, I would be interested in possibly talking to you about either an offer or selling my house. So of the 45, you're going to deal with a lot of tire kickers. A lot of like angry people. A lot of remove me from the mail. Not interested. Super friendly, but not interested. By the way, those are all amazing leads. Just they're not ready yet, so they're they're not dead. And people, most people throw those away. Those are absolute gems. The best leads are the people that have already come in. I I made two hundred and forty thousand dollars off of one of the angriest sellers I've ever had. So as a fireman. And he had two houses, he had a million dollar lien against the property. And when he, when he got his postcard from us, he called and like screamed every profanity and and pretty much a a threatening call. Right. And those are some of the best leads. The people that call and they hang up, those are actually better. We found that the people that call and hang up are better leads than the people that leave a voicemail on the front end.
1: Well, and and, and I'm going to take a swing at this. I I don't know where you're going with this. This wasn't pre-planned, but- Mm -hmm. I, I say it all the time, and for anybody that's listening to my podcast before, you've heard me say this. We're not buying houses. We're solving people's problems, right? And, and why to have that much anger, there has to be a pretty big problem, right? I yeah. have never one time got a, a piece of spam mail in my mailbox and been so angry to call and cuss someone out.
0: There's a problem. And By the way, you just said it. I, I I'm, I'm launching right now. I'm giving it away to all of our real estate investor clients in a pilot. Um, cause I just think the markets, people have been asking me forever, but I, I'm building an advanced called, I'm calling it a revolutionary, revolutionary advanced sales training and compression coaching. And, uh, but you know, <clears throat> number one is we're, we're not buying houses. We're buying, we're, we're, we're buying problems mm-hmm. and we're and we're coming up with a solution to solve a problem. And I guarantee, I said this on the, the training, I did, I did an hour and a half uh, training call with everybody just on uh, two days ago. And uh, I, I follow a sales process called RAPID. So RAPID is an acronym uh, on, on a process that closes every single time of it's, uh, and, and, but it's, you know, we're, we're buying problems and everybody that's selling at a discount, they, they, you're solving a problem, you probably don't know it. Right. And 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 if you actually understand what the problem is and you're selling around it That's where the guys are, and gals are making huge amounts of money. And by the way I don't even think it's optional anymore. If you're in any kind of competitive market You're having to adjust your techniques if you're gonna basically stay in business. This is a competitive market The market has changed. We're now competing with open door and the whole iBuyer buyer movement a lot of super sharp agents Are getting into this Keller Williams is all over it Uh, number one guy from Berkshire Hathaway Jeff Cohn good friend of mine um, just launched they just moved a big announcement with Warren Buffett that they're moving to Keller Williams Uh, and these guys are competing in many many markets so you've got to be really good at coming in and not just offering some crappy lowball you know offer and expecting to have success you're right. gonna have you're gonna have to basically find what the problem is, and that's, they call it solution selling. So most people are doing what's called transaction selling because they don't know any better. Transaction right. selling is like a one time. It's like it's like times timeshare sales where you're it's a numbers game and you're making offers, and and solution selling is finding what the problem is, slowing down on your offer, slowing slowing it down. Right? I, I show people the what I call the motivational curve of like, hey, make an offer range, mm-hmm. right. And if there's an old rule of sales, number one rule of sales taught in any advanced sales training in any industry is he or she who speaks first loses. So everybody that's going out and making these quick crappy offers, they're breaking the first rule of sales. Right. And if you, right. So I, I just think, you know, marketing, this business is marketing and sales. Marketing should be easy um don't try to do it on your own you should have somebody else do it you could use us as an example and including our phone team and then really where the focus is is learning how to close uh cuz you, you should be in front of you know enough sellers to make enough offers to close a deal it's purely a numbers game but 45 leads should generate 15 net leads about half of those should get offers within a few weeks right. to a few, few months and that should get you one deal. And then if you're really good at sales and perfecting the follow-up, this is where we really help people. That number should start tightening and becoming lower and lower over time. Because of the follow-up. Because of the follow-up. Yep. Yeah, yeah. The-
1: and I'm, I'm gonna go back to something that you just said there about the sales process. Um, I actually went on an appointment last week and it was one of the, the stranger appointments I've been on. So the seller, that we spoke to was the wife and she said, my husband will be there during the appointment. When he opens the door, he didn't say anything to me. He just opened the door and stared at me. And I said, hey, I'm RJ Bates from Titanium Investments. I'm just here to take a look at your property. And uh, he just stared at me and didn't say anything. And it was one of the, like, just angry, like he, he like he wanted to to kill me and, and I'm like, you know, my mind started racing a little bit. I'm like, is this going to be one of those where I ended up on the evening news? Like, you know, a real estate investor showed up at vacant house and got murdered or something. You know, I'm like kind of panicking. I'm like, why is this guy just not saying anything? And uh, finally he, he loosened up and he goes, all right, you know, come on, come on, come in. And within five minutes of me being inside that house, and not talking, letting him talk. He went from one of the most pissed off individuals I've ever seen to, he was telling me about how his daughter was in the, some genius program and was marrying this guy and living in Ohio and he's from New Jersey and he loves hockey and he's just going on and on and on about his whole life. And after about 30 minutes, I realized I haven't said anything this guy is just telling me everything. And he told me all of his motivation as to why he wanted to sell the house. He doesn't wanna live in Fort Worth, Texas anymore. He wants to live in Phoenix, Arizona where he used to ride his bike and he loves the nature there and he loves the weather and he hates humidity. And he told me all the reasons. And then that's when he finally just stopped talking and then it allowed me to go in and finish out the sales process. But it could have been very easy for me to be uncomfortable at the beginning And do a lot of talking and i think it would have stayed very awkward so yeah i'm right there with you man yeah Sales process is extremely important to get a a feel off of your seller and just listen to them right that whole saying we have two ears and one mouth for a reason yeah you know so
0: it's very important so you know i uh, I want to rj for anybody out there that's listening and you're not either professionally trained or you're not closing at a rate that you want, should come back and listen to this two-minute segment because you just gave the keys to the kingdom on, on what works. And I know I'm in 10 masterminds, nine masterminds, all seven- and eight-figure people, and every, we're all doing the same thing. Uh, I come from a, a software technology, you know, selling uh, 500 to $5 million software products uh, where I was professionally trained. Uh, 18 years ago, as I was doing that, so I, 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 I had a, a technology job and massive amount of money with IBM and Accenture and a company that was called CrossWorld Software, which uh, raised hundreds of millions of dollars and went public. So that's my background. This, what, what we're talking about of what you did is fundamental solution selling, okay? A good salesperson, by the way, salespeople are not born they're made it is uh, to be a true salesperson a true samurai selling which we all are by the way and, and e- in and everything that we do we're selling when you're raising money you're selling when you're uh, finding buyers you're selling when you're getting married somebody's selling somebody right. <laughs> And if you don't know who's se- <laughs> who's the salesperson you were the one that got sold <laughs> right um, s- selling your it's a lifelong learning process and Here's what the professional sales trainers and the CEOs around the country <clears throat> that have billion-dollar companies will say: Good sales, the best salespeople, seventy-five percent are active listening. They're they're and they're very deliberate in what they say. So people that are not good at sales talk, yep. talk, talk, talk. Good salespeople have empathy and humility, and they. People buy, fundamental sales rule is people buy or sell to people that they like, trust, and respect, right? You
1: know what's funny about that? Going back to the example that I just gave. During the 30 minutes while the seller was talking, I wish there could have been like a graphic of like what my feelings and my thought process was because the whole time he was talking, what I planned on saying next probably changed about 500 times because I didn't know when he was going to stop talking. Yeah. And so the whole time I'm thinking, okay, based off of this, this is the next thing I can say. And I'm literally sitting there and I'm thinking back to all of the people that I've learned that I find have a lot more wisdom than I do about this. Okay. Sitting in masterminds like you're talking about. Okay. What was that that John said? What was that that Mike said that one time, you know, and I'm thinking back to what's the, my next move. In making him comfortable and continue to open up and like you said be the first one to say a number or the motivation or what it is that they want or finally tell me in all reality outside of all that what's the true problem you want me to solve here which that's what I eventually found how can I get him back to Arizona
0: yeah here's a little I shared this on our sales training the other day here's a little secret Uh, I learned this from a guy who's a CEO of a very Very large uh, technology company who was one of my mentors When you're interacting with sellers Always agree with whatever they say don't argue don't try to compete with uh, if you think that the house needs $50,000 of repairs and they think it's ten don't argue with them. You're never gonna win I say you sellers are crazy, and you can't argue with crazy people so instead little simple technique Agree Repeat what they said or what you heard them say and then ask them another question and you can actually deflect and go to a different direction You can do that with a seller. I I bet that's exactly what you did Mm -hmm. Uh, you, You basically it's like gosh, you know what mr. Seller. I totally agree The moon is made out of cheese Or we're on a flat earth, right? Whatever they say and it's like it sounds like what you're saying is x y and z so, and, and is that correct? And do you mind if I ask you another question or do you mind if I ask? And you can do that over and over again. I knew, I knew nothing uh, really about buying investor properties when I first got in the business, 2004, okay? Uh, I quit my job and all that stuff. And the very first deal was five, hour, five hours away in a car from San Francisco area to Bakersfield. And so I got in the car, I just knew this guy wanted to get out of the property. So I just interacted with him. I found out that he he was a, got screwed by his family, got divorced in the house, hated this house, four acres, two hours. We just chatted. Yeah. Finally, his name was Joe, and he goes, Gary. He goes, we you know we spent a lot of time. I really like you, and uh, and I said, Joe, you tell me what do you want? Like what would be ideal? By the way, that's part of the formula. It's called investigate the decision, probe for pain. And Inves, they investigate the, 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 the solution together. So I said, Joe, what would work for you? And he goes, you know what, Gary? Here's my deal. And I was willing to buy the house and pay him money. And he goes, I will give you $10,000 to take this house. Very first deal. I, by the way, I made $181,000 on the very first deal. And, and I didn't take it. I said, explain to me, Joe, why, how, why you would give me $10,000 to take the house? And then he explained it to me made total sense. And I said, Joe, you don't have to, I'm a, I'm a a faith-based guy and I like to sleep at night and I would like to buy your house. You don't have to give me any money. How about I give you a hundred bucks? And we, we, we did the deal. We had the notary come over that night, signed the deed, the whole thing. And even the notary said, do you, do you really understand what you're doing here? And he said, I'm actually selling this young man, my house for a (laughs) hundred dollars tonight. And and the notary said, okay, let's do it. So I bought my first house. The reason I said that is I, all I did is I agreed with what he said. Mm -hmm. I repeated what I heard and then I asked him a few more questions. By the way, that's an art from the, the classic book of solution selling. Another one that, that I follow is called rapid. This is the most, and I'll give this to the listeners. Um, it's so just, this is probably my most sacred model that I spend a lot of time in our advanced training. Rapid is a p- sales process, super easy to do, and you can do it every single interaction with the same seller until you close the deal. So R for rapid stands for re- resolve differences quickly. Okay. It's really, it's a power shift. So, and I'll give you an example of my power shifts when I, Uh, Introduce myself to the seller because it totally is disruptive, which which is what I want to do I want to interrupt. I want to basically psychological interrupt because I meet with the seller and they have the power They have the house. I want to buy it and I want to shift the power Instantly, okay the a for rapid so in the acronym is setting the agenda And what I do is I typically say gosh, you know if you'd be okay with it I'd like to ask you a few questions You'll probably give me a few answers. I'll ask a few more questions and then I'll be able to give you an offer and a little bit more information about who I am and how we can help. And I do that in one line. That's the A. The P is probe for pain. You're asking open-ended questions to probe for pain. Uh, Gosh, Mr. Seller, um, is there anything I should be aware of that makes the house more difficult to sell? And uh, gosh, Mr. Seller, Is there anybody else on title like any family member uh, wife or spouse that may make this a little bit more complicated I'm probing for pain is there gosh mr. seller if you had $50,000 instead of me saying oh here's my estimate of repairs by the way you could kill a deal because there's a motion with that property so if you're gonna come in there and talk about tearing down walls and changing up the kitchen they may not sell to you just because that's emotionally tied. So I just say, gosh, Mr. Seller, if you had 50,000, I already know it's 50,000. I'll say, if you had $50,000 of cash to invest in this beautiful property, what would you do? And let me take some notes. And then they're like, oh, I've always wanted to do this and do this. And, and I'm agreeing with them and then asking them. And so it sounds like, right. Agree, Right. repeat, ask a few more questions. It builds massive trust. It differentiates you. The sellers will open up. And if you're doing this right, you will. They'll give you they'll give you their bottom line price, um, and and they'll want to sell to you. And by the way, 17% of sellers say that they sell because of price. There's there's so many other components of of stuff, and most people there's no really good training. I think the only person out there that's got good training is John Martinez. Yep. And that's why. I just have said, I've got to do this because it's, it's one of the biggest stocks um, that I see for people in this current market. By the way, uh, RAPID, that was Probe for Pain. The I stands for investigate the decision, the solution together. And that's, you come in and you, I, I call it the wave the magic wand. It's like, imagine, or wave, if you could wave the magic wand and I were able to buy your property, what would, what would it look like? Right? It feels good. But what you're doing is you're actually consultative with them and you're becoming like part of the solution with them. And then the D is the, the the process to get them to take decisive action to sell to you and to only to you. And you can do that on every single call. And the last thing I'll share if you want, I know I'm probably going like... We're probably way over on your time today. <laughs> hey, but this a, I, here's, you're
1: here. dropping like tens of thousands of dollars worth of knowledge <laughs> right here, so I'm gonna let you
0: keep going. <laughs> All right, back to the R. This is this has been the most powerful thing for how I introduce myself to sellers because uh, I get the sellers a lot of the time. People don't know us, right. and there's so many scamsters out there, and so many door knockers. Everybody's trying to pitch something right now, and then you walk, turn on the TV man and. Everybody's lying, right? You can't right. T- trust anybody in Washington right now. It's like it's just a complete, you know what, st- show. Right. And, uh, and so these sellers, you know, we don't know them. So they, they you know, number one, it's, it's relationship and trust. There's going to be a relationship, and then you need to establish some trust and classic selling. And so I, and the seller knows that we're mostly investors and we want to buy the house on the cheap. So I basically will start resolving differences is I'll talk to a seller and say, gosh, Mr. Seller, you know, my name's is Gary Boomershine. Uh, I've been in this business a long, long time. I've, I've got a wife, been married 25 years and two daughters. And I do this full time and I've taken my life. We've taken our life family savings along with my mom and my in-laws and a few of us, and we're buying a couple of properties a month and we love doing it. Uh, we fix them up and put nice families into them. And, um, and I just love doing it. I, and I'm sharing this with you because I, I, I'm looking to make a modest profit somehow, some way. And I'm not, and in fact, I'm probably not even the right fit, the right buyer for your house. And I wanted to say that up front, so I took all the pressure off of you feeling like you needed to sell to me. I said, I'm really connected. I've got a Rolodex of contacts. And I'd I'd be happy to give you all the information I have to help you make a better decision. Like if you wanted a realtor to list it, if you need great contractors, I got them all. And I said, um, but if it does happen that you do sell to me, um, I think you'll absolutely love the process. And uh, before we go too far, I'd want you to talk to a couple of other sellers that have worked with me that would give you raving reviews. Does that sound fair? So I do that power shift and they were like, Hey, come on in. I'm so thankful. And I mean, like I had people tear up on the very first, at uh, yep. the very first uh, conversation where most of my competition, I'm in California, Salt Lake city. I'm in very competitive markets. I love it. I love it when I'm, I'm coming in either first or last, I don't really care, especially last because you got all these other schmucks that are coming in and they, they act desperate. They are unprofessional. They're they're They've got no professional training on how to, how to sell and they're it's high pressure, right? And they, they, and they want to get to the offer really quickly. You know, the 70% after repaired value minus repairs. And <laughs> I'm just, it's like, and I just tee that up. I call it, it's called creating fear, uncertainty, and right. doubt. It's like, anyway,
1: <laughs> I love it, man. Thank you for sharing that. And uh, you did bring up John Martinez. Um, if, if you want three episodes ago, guys, I interviewed John uh, great interview. He teaches a lot of those t- uh, tactics that you just went through man and uh, I agree he's one of the very few people out there that is actually giving solid advice about this process um, there's a real estate investing is a really interesting industry and in the fact that you can feel like a superstar without really doing a whole lot you know especially in 2019 you know this social media uh, gives a lot of credibility to people and there's people out there that you know, Hey, maybe they were running a, a two or $3 million business. And uh, some people that made them feel like a superstar. And now they're trying to give out advice to people on how to do this business. Um, my advice would be listen to people like Gary, uh, listen to people like John Martinez, you know, John's been in sales forever and John openly admits he's not a real estate investor. You know, he, he's a sales trainer and, and he, he gives advice and he's very niche specific for real estate investing. You've been doing this since 2004, man. And uh, just thank you so much for sharing all that information that you did. You didn't have to do that. That was awesome though. Um, the last question that I want to to go into and, and you can make this as brief as you want. And I know you're a busy guy and you got a lot to do, but, um, I asked you before what you want to talk about and I haven't even gotten around to it. What is the market going to do moving forward in 2020? You, you've you been around for, you know, we're going on 16 years now. You've been in this, you've seen it. I'm sure you have an opinion. Uh, what do we think the market's gonna do moving forward?
0: Yeah, uh, real estate has been a seven-year cycle for a hundred years. Um, it's followed almost the same, almost to the exact day, by the way. A seven-year cycle, we're way over 10. And some people think this is the new norm. I don't. I actually think that we are seeing exactly the same part of the cycle, the euphoric cycle, that we've seen in 2007, 2008, seven years before that, seven years before that, seven years before that, all the way back to the, and we're also in a fiat money system, by the way, that also artificially creates this. So I think we're going to see, we're seeing it. We're, we're absolutely seeing it right. turn. So um, I think people need to adjust. Uh, the, the competition is increasingly like ridiculous right now. So um, uh, you've got to be really, really good, sharp as a tack on your selling capability and you got to get really good at generating leads. So you got to generate leads and you got to be really good at closing those leads. Um, it's not like shooting fish in a barrel like three or four years ago. It will be, by the way, you know, it will be, it will be, but not now. Um, the focus is also going to be a lot more on lending. The the money's going to tighten up when the market shifts a lot of the, uh, uh, the money uh, shifts. And we, a lot of the people that stick around in the new market will go into creative, being really good at buying creatively Mm -hmm. and, and also the lending component of doing private lending. So we're already helping kind of start that process with a lot of our members with realestateinvestor.com of how to, how to make creative offers. I've, I didn't even know how to make a cash offer until Chris Chico taught me in 2013. I'm like, why would you offer cash for a house? Like you can buy, (laughs) i I've. I bought four hundred houses without more than a hundred bucks, right? <laughs> or <hilarious>. hard money, <laughs> um, yeah. So I think I think this is I think that there's a massive transformation of wealth in the market turns, uh, and I think that we are in that stage right now. So I think twenty twenty is going to be interesting. I I think people need to be uh, um, uh, they need to be watchful of the market. And because the, the profits, like in the typical wholesaling market, it's typically a six to 10 X ROI. I mean, spend a dollar on marketing, you're making six to $10 in return. And right now it's an average of four. The people that are making six to 10 are really good on, on sales and follow up. Mm-hmm. So that's where, that's, I think people need, if they're going to do that, they need to be really, really focused on that and uh, learning creatively and, um, that's my, that's my take. I'm excited. I actually think this, this, this is a, a great time, but I'm, we're I'm in, excited we're in for, as well. And, and, we're in, and I I'm going
1: to just say this it, in regards to what you just said. Um, I, by no means have the experience you have, but every now and then I say things and I stumble upon some wise words. So I'm going to try to stumble on something and say, Hey, I said it on a podcast <laughs> back in December, 2019. Um, we have been leaning out our machine all of 2019. Um, And what I mean by that is, is we're cutting the fat, getting rid of people that weren't fitting our culture, weren't fitting the, they weren't producing at high enough um, what they should have been. And what's funny about that is, is what's popular right now. And what I hear is build up your team, more acquisitions, get this large or get this big office space, right? And, and it's because wholesaling is working so well right now, right? Anybody can wholesale and they're like, I'm wholesaling 30, 40, 50 deals a month. Here is my caution to those people. Understand that the people that are buying those deals might not be in business in the next six to 12 to 18 months.
0: High likelihood.
1: And when they- those people go out of business, What are you gonna do? Which is why I've been leaning out and preparing for taking down properties ourselves when the market goes down and we can buy at bottom dollar. But if you have this big team and this massive overhead, understand who's paying your bills. It's not you, it's your customers. So I said it in December, 2019, I hope that I hope it doesn't hurt a lot of people. I don't want to see that, but that's just my feelings. That's the decision that we made was better be safe than sorry, right?
0: That's super super wise, and I'll tell you that that's also what I'm seeing a lot of like the smarter money right now. Right, Um, you know, people are recognizing the, the 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 rehabbers and fix and flip guys and the retail guys will be substantially hit. And it'll start. It'll start in the uh, the coastal areas. That's that's how it's happened. And it's a lot of people that are that are swinging for the fences right now, and they're staffing up. You know, Dave Ramsey has a saying of like, "To live like nobody else, you got to live like nobody else." And that is that model. It's all about how much money that you're you're socking away, right? right. Also, biblically, like just let's just think of if uh, you know whether you're a faith based guy or not. It was the story of Joseph, with the seven years of feast followed by the seven years of famine. Yep. By the way, seven years. By the way, seven years. All throughout the Bible, it's very interesting on the seven-year cycle. It's the it's called the Shemitah. Um, So we've had the seven years of feast, and there, you know, the 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 story is, hey, you know what? You're actually saving, and storing, right, and 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 buttoning down the hatches, still running your business. But I think that's one of the things for realestateinvestor.com. A lot of people love us. A, they can outsource. And B, you know, having employees, it's hard to let employees go, right, when you're downsizing. Yep. And, and it's kind of like with a lot of people like us because they can scale up, they can scale down like instantly, right? They can add the phone team or, or subtract the phone team. If yep. they want a cold call for a couple months and they want to scale it up, they can, they can do it with, and we have a full management team that's managing those people so you don't have to hire them train them keep them busy making sure that they're not moonlighting right for other people so that's i think that's really wise rj that's super well i appreciate yeah. that man and and you know what it was
1: a really hard decision for me to make you know that this is the best way i can put it i'm going to assume majority of my listeners are going to be millennials so they live on IG, Instagram, right? I pretty much live by the rules of what everybody else is doing in their IG stories. I want to do the opposite. (laughs) If I see all, all these people building these massive organizations, 30, 40 people, um, you know, and they're talking about, you know, they've got, you know, I've got 10 acquisitions, senior acquisitions guys, and eight junior acquisitions guys. I'm like, that's a lot of money to feed that many mouths, and I don't know if this is the time in that seven year cycle. Um, I appreciate you sharing um you know the the biblical aspect of that um i I am very much a believer and and these are the you know that's who I get my answers from you know so uh, I appreciate you sharing that uh, thank you so much last last thing I'm just gonna share I'm a super high visionary guy okay, and so When I came up with the podcast, the idea popped into my head, the the slogan, unlocking the secrets to real estate investing. And I was like, what do you unlock? You unlock a vault. And of course my company was called Titanium Investment. So I was like, we'll call it the Titanium Vault, unlocking the secrets to real estate investing. So that's how this came about, right? And then like six months later, I had another visionary idea off of the vault. And I was like, I, I can't remember what it was, a mastermind education, something that I was thinking about doing. And I was like, REI Vault. I'm going to go buy REIVault.com right now. And then that's when I found you. And I was like, who's this guy? REI Vault. Like he's owned it for, you know, 10 years already. And I was super mad at you. Like threw my laptop and I'm like, that ruined that idea. So, uh, but I'm, it, it's an honor to have you on, man. And uh, thank you so much for sharing all of your wisdom that you have. I'm super excited to hear about the merger with Robert Seifert for realestateinvestor.com. Uh, guys, I suggest you go out, take a look at it. Um, it sounds like it's an incredible opportunity. And also what you said, it feeds directly into what you and I both think is coming in the market. It allows you to scale up or scale down based off of where your business is at without having to fire people. Cause you said, like you said, firing people is not ever fun. It will never be fun. Um, so thank you so much for taking the time, Gary. Uh, any final words for our listeners before we sign off?
0: Yeah. You know, um, uh, this, it, this is an incredible for, for people that are fairly new, I would just say, uh, persistence and tenacity. This is incredible. There's really three areas. This is, uh, there's wealth, there's health, and then there's relationships. And, uh, I'm, I'm passionate about helping people in our niche, the entrepreneurs, uh, Achieve that. I know Robert Seifert is as well. And real estate is a vehicle, and you know wholesaling is is kind of neat, but it's it's not it's not the end all be all, and, uh, and 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 so it's really easy to get stuck. And the the real it's it's not it's not how many big deals and you know, I did a hundred or two hundred. It's really how much money did you put away in your right. bank account and save, and and how many hours you came in here for a lifestyle, and it's like. You know, do you have a lifestyle? Were you able to go to Hawaii for 10 days and go to Europe for three three weeks and do all the things that you got into this business? Most of us got into business because of the Kiyosaki promise of passive income and and becoming wealthy. And so I would just say, make sure that going into the new year, um, really stand back and think about what you want your life to look like next year at the end of the year looking back. And how much money do you want to put in your bank account? How many what are you going to spend your time doing? And, and, uh, and, and all those things. That's what, that's why I actually went to Hawaii, by the way. I went by myself to do that. What kind of leader am I going to be next year? Uh, where do I want to spend my time? How do I actually want to be a better initiator and be better with my wife and my kids and my, my friends. And so I would, I would do that for everybody cause it's really easy to be on the little rabbit wheel and, uh, uh, the little hobbit wheel. Right. And, um, because it really is, this is a massively awesome business and uh, that can give us the wealth and the, unlike any other business, and uh, sustainability. So, um, you know, that's, that's my final words for everybody. And uh, if I can help in any way, you know, realestateinvestor.com. I'm on Instagram a little bit. I'm not really the millennial. My kids <laughs> tell me. I think I got like a thousand followers. And, and then uh, I have a podcast as well called realestateinvestor.com. And I'm going to get you as another guest. RJ, because you you're you're it. awesome. So awesome. thank you, thank you for the time. You got a great podcast. You got a great loyal group of listeners. And um, yeah, man, appreciate you it. Do.
1: Awesome guys. Well, that's our episode for today. Um, like always, I have to start doing this now because I actually have people coming out saying you didn't do your normal sign off. So I guess this is going to be my new thing. So if you're listening on iTunes, give us a five star rating. If you don't want to give us a five-star rating, go give your four or below star rating to someone else and only give me a five-star rating. Um, If you're watching on YouTube, give us a thumbs up and subscribe and share with someone. Of all the episodes, this was an amazing one. Gary came on and shared a ton of wisdom and gave some great advice. Um, Realestateinvestor.com, check it out. Thank you guys.
0: We'll see you all next week.